Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Rea. It's the best Christmas song. Don't even argue with me. There's there's not even a point. Yes, sorry. You just caused me talking to myself as I totally this is the first time. <laughs> Speed level. Totally this is the first time I have ever done this. <laughs> of course, of course. I never. I never. No. I never. I listened to this video today. God, this is gonna go off topic really soon. I listened to this video today of like some awkward interview by YouTubers. <laughs> she was just like, well, yeah, in the shower, you know, when I have like an argument or like a debate or whatever, I just, you know, prep like and kind of like argue and like talk to myself in the shower. And he was like, wow, is this a girl's thing? I was like, bitch, please. This is this is everybody's thing. Shower is like, you know, it's like where your thoughts are flowing. You have the best imagination. You're arguing and debating with yourself. Everything is happening. Wow, Merry Christmas. It's really weird because I'm recording this on like the 13th of December. So, let me use this opportunity. Where do you see yourself, Maya? You're saying goodbye to this year. It's in 12, 12 days. It's Christmas time. Wh what are you saying goodbye to? <laughs> Everything. What was, okay, what went well? What, what are you bringing into the new year? Well, this podcast, hey, no, you ain't getting rid of me. No, no, it's, it's not happening. The YouTube channel probably as well, because I just love dumping content on you. I love doing it. Pretty much that's my life. <laughs> I just ignore the fact that, you know, I actually have a job that pays me because I don't like it. So, yeah, I'm bringing these good vibes, this energy, but just maybe with, like, more actually going out and, like, doing things. <laughs> just, you know trying to make this profitable yeah that's the way that's the way push the merch push the merch merch forward push like the views yeah yeah you subscribe to all of the channels subscribe to youtube subscribe to like spotify and then like on all of the platforms yeah, yeah push it push it yeah hey this is a weird one it's a mini soul merry christmas did i say that it's by all means necessary by mini soul or as suggested by my friend Alejandro, I should call it scammy soul. So hey, you get it. Everything. I'm so generous for Christmas. <laughs> Says a person that ruined her brother's dream that Santa exists. Yeah. He pissed me off. He deserved it. Also, he was like seven. What is the acceptable age to tell your child that Santa doesn't exist? <sighs> Sorry for spoilers if, you know, children listening to this for some reason. Sorry, kids. Like, just don't. <laughs> You know, from my perspective, I want to say that I'm not going to lie to my child, but then probably until some age, and then, you know, I'm going to loop them in. I, I planned it in my head if I ever have a kid. Don't plan to have kids, but if I ever do. So I'm going to have this conversation with my child. I'm going to bring them in and be like, hey, this is a secret. It's a piece of information. Information is power. But you're not going to tell this to anybody, okay? Santa ain't real. This is you, me. Me is who you should be grateful for. Santa is real, and then, like, just don't tell it to anybody, okay? Don't ruin other people's hopes and dreams, but you just, you know, you can kind of, like, smirk and, you know, laugh for yourself once they tell you what they got from Santa. Cool. What is that age? Or what should that age be when I tell them? Information is the key. You are the next gossip girl. You know, passing on from one person to the other in the family. It's like royalty. Okay, so, is this a minister? Maya? Stop it. Stop rambling. It's the last minister today. Yeah, we did it. We did it. And it's a scam. You know, we had a month of scams. So this is not going to focus on motive. And it's kind of short. <sighs> Should you dive in? Maybe. Let's fucking do it. Because it involves Christmas. It happened around Christmas. And people were heartbroken. It's actually really sad. But I also find it hilarious on so many levels. It's sad, okay? For anybody listening that doesn't have a sense of humor. It's just incredibly sad. 
Let's dive in. In 2008, Victor and Henry Mears promised a winter wonderland where dreams really do come true. What 40,000 visitors got when they reached Lapland New Forest in Hampshire was an empty patch of disappointment. The two organizers netted one million from the scam only to get a slap on the wrist. What were their motives? So this is a Lapland scam. There's no intro music. This is a minisode. It just prolongs it for about 30 seconds. So does your fucking chat and going off topic. But we still put that in. It's just a lot of editing. Okay. <laughs> this is how you're saying goodbye to the year. This is your last minisode of the year. This is the standard you're introducing for the next year. I love how I'm looking into the empty space, but it's actually my ego. My ego is like all around. It's as big as this room. It's just quite big, okay? <laughs> you're imagining yourself. You're yourself this time. Well, you're one of the people that have fallen for the scam. I don't know what your brain would have been like in 2008. What was I doing? 2008. How old was I? I was 16, right? So yeah, I was still pretty gullible. <laughs> just even judging by the crushes on, on the guys that I had. Yeah, I think I came... No, I came to the UK 2009, so I was still like 16, but like kind of... Yeah, turning 17. Yeah, I was still back home. I was still crushing on like some random fucking dude that I wouldn't touch with a stick now. You know, it's just me. What were you? Where were you? Were you in the UK? What were you doing? Where were you going? Did you fall for the Lapland scam? If you have, I mean, yes, you can contact me. Also, don't just don't come for me for like saying certain things. I had a couple of beverages before this. So you see a website and just judging from this website... <sighs> Some, some would say today, but then we have to remember that this was 12 years ago. Internet and website building, there wasn't like, you know, Squarespace wasn't doing the bits. There wasn't like too much. Like, you can kind of see this website right now and be like, wow, yeah, this just looks horrendous. Or you can kind of see it from the 2008 point of view where you're like, yeah, I was still like, you know, doing dial-up. Okay, I wasn't. But like... You know, internet was still pretty slow. Nothing was just moving the way it is today. And the website boasts that the attention to detail of our theme park will truly wow you. And it promised, and I'm reading from it, real reindeer and animals, a magical tunnel of light, Hollywood special FXs, what fuck? Fantastic fun ice rink, seasonal food, Christmas market, exciting entertainments, specify. <laughs> like, duh. Interest activity, log cabins, free gifts from Santa, and much more. Okay, this kind of... <laughs> but I had a problem with, but then I realized, like, Lapland is actually, like, a term. It's, like, considered where the Santa comes from, although I would say North Pole, or I would say nowhere, because it's your parents, but sure. That's not really magic to the kids, but <laughs> I thought at first that these two have named it Lapland, and how creepy that would have been. Because the two of them at the time were, like, 60 and 67, so, yeah, that would have been, like, really <laughs> creepy. But then who named it Lapland? It wasn't a child, so it must have been an adult who was like, yeah. Let's connect two words. When you put the meanings together, it really gives you really creepy vibes. Lap and land. Because you sit on Santa's lap and then you move to another land. And Santa is just happy. His lap is happy. This is how I see it. Yes, I'm disturbed. But also, it's just creepy. 
my parents were those type of parents that like when I was like I think two or three years old they actually hired like a Santa and like two I don't know what they were supposed to be I don't think they were even dressed as like elves they were like Santa's little helpers or whatever the hell and I just looked like so confused I was like I don't wanna I don't like you this is a strange man taking me into their embrace and then I went to online dating as a grown up Wow, how the tables have turned. Maya finished this story today. But it also boasted, but maybe what should have been really a red flag if you had learned anything from Fire Festival now, uh, that the show is being staged for the first time so the website can only begin to hint at our wonderland. And you're like, okay, but then why is there no update closer to the date? You see, like once you take the money, once you prepare, you're like, hey, sneak peek. I know social media wasn't like the shit back then, but you still had MySpace. Facebook was like, you know, heating up. Definitely wasn't the fucking advertising machine stealing your data that it is today. But, you know, it was heating up. Like you could have been like, hey, this is kind of the update. This is what you're coming into now. Look at the progress. Honestly, if today, definitely in 2020, you don't see... Like, any updates of how the location looks, don't go. You are getting scammed. Just don't go. Most definitely avoid at all costs. By all means necessary, you could say. Tickets on this website would cost 30 quid each, but would reduce to 25 pounds per person if you would buy four. So let's say an average family would cash out at least 100 pounds, which ain't cheap today, definitely wasn't cheap 12 years ago. And... What I find such a mistake is that children under two were charged a tenner as well. I mean, come on, children under two. Like, it's a toddler. They can't even process it. They can't even enjoy it. What, you're charging a child tenner, but a grown-up, like, 25. The logic is just, yeah, again, something that people don't think when they buy these prices. If, like, the logic of the prices doesn't make sense, again, it might be something fishy. The outdoor ice rink entrance like would cost five pounds for skate hire and there was a charge of five pounds for posting tickets both online even today like the fee for such a thing would be like two quid since <laughs> so like the 2008 they were like nah posting just doesn't work royal mail was just established like bitch please let people breathe like what is this money grabbing business exactly that that's what it was so now as a person who might not have seen through this and again don't blame you because it was just different times as i mentioned the websites weren't like these amazing things that you can see like wow i'm being wowed no so on 28th of november you arrived there and as this person puts it this might be one of your impressions she said it looked like a traveling fun fair or a car boot sale the tunnel of light was a joke it was like they pulled christmas trees on both sides of a path together planked on some fake snow and put hanging netting lights up the queue for father christmas was a joke we gave up after half an hour but my sister-in-law was waiting two hours and when they got there they were charged 10 pounds for a photograph with santa <laughs> it's just so wrong on so many levels i'm not even doing the victim blaming here it's like how dare you after somebody pays like this is something you advertise pre-people coming in and buying tickets like <laughs> You just come there like, no, 10 pounds for a picture with Santa. Like, it's a child. It's a toddler that already paid like 10 pounds to get in. 
And some of these things are actually so eerie and so just hilarious in themselves. So at first, it's kind of like that fire vibe where you just come to like an empty, muddy-looking field. And because it was frosty, it just looks like eerie and creepy as well. It's not even like a beach. And then you're like, okay, cool, it looks like a dump shelter, but at least it's on a beach. No, it's freaking Hampshire. And uh, the the events that people have witnessed that what makes me laugh because people were so so pissed, and I don't blame them, but I just find it so British and so hilarious. So even elves, which is so sad because it's like people that worked as elves, yeah, but it's not like elves themselves. <laughs> It's like no elves came to life. It's Harry Potter world. We're involved in scuffles with other parents at this gingerbread house, and even Father Christmas was punched while into his grotto, according to like, the customers. Because come on, if you wait for a in a queue, you come like after an hour with your child that's already crying, losing their shit because they realize like again because they dumb that this is some scam, and then the Santa is like, oh yeah, pay up ten pounds. Yeah, I'd punch a bit. Take that off the record, okay? (laughs) But this is the peak of this. This is why I'm not restoring. One parent even complained her children stumbled across Santa's during a smoking break at the back of the grotto. (laughs) And then she was pissed and was like taking the child away. (laughs) But like... Okay, I understand that you tell your children. This is this story wraps everything around why you shouldn't lie to your children that Santa doesn't exist. But I understand one thing is telling your child Santa is real. But then there is a completely different one, <laughs> which is just telling your child that Santa is not human, I guess. They don't have any bad habits. Never seen the Santa smoke, have you? And now like you've seen the Santa smoke and you're like, oh my god, this child might think everything is a lie. But what people were mostly upset with, this kind of even gets to me, even though I'm like scared of animals and don't particularly like animals as well, is that they were like huskies. They were real animals that were there so children can be entertained and interact with them. But it's just like tied, chained huskies that just stand like in the middle of this field. They just look so sad. And like, it's kind of well, animal endangerment, really. Because do you have anybody who knows how to to treat these huskies? Is there anybody feeding them in the first place? Are they trained, or is this like a danger again to the public? And instead of that Christmas market with seasonal food that they promised, well, they kept it to seasonal level, okay? They said uh, there were two food stalls, after like this huge-ass place, selling German sausages and the choice of turkey or pork baguettes. I've never like, listen, British people love a good sandwich. Like, put a crisp in it, they'll shut it. <laughs> I remember when this girl from high school came here, and then like one of her first tweets, because we're not friends, we just talk each other online, <laughs> was like, this is the most British thing that she witnessed, was somebody take like a meal deal sandwich, and then put like some crisps in between. And I was like, that is not British, but that is disgusting on some next level. Why are you making ham and cheese sandwich crunch? Or tell me, is that the British level that I'm not at yet? Is that like the ultimate? (laughs) It's like, fuck royalty. No, there's one step ahead and that's the people that eat crisps in their sandwich. After six days, the attraction closed because of everybody complaining to the trading authorities. So they had to shut it down because they were literally getting thousands of complaints and calls. Boy, that's a sucky day to work for customer service, just in any capacity. (laughs) 
<laughs> I works with some shitty situations when like people when the customer services experienced like some exponential growth. One day you had like a normal amount of workload, the other day you just tripled and you're like, okay, yes, yeah, so I'm what supposed to deal with this? Like fuck this. This is how these customer service people have felt. I will not miss customer service one day, I can tell you that. And obviously once reported the company went into liquidation. And this is really what people aren't thinking about. Not like our elves, real elves. No, I know that that was only me. It's just that that the visitors unleash this anger towards the staff because who else do you unleash the anger to? You don't have the bosses there. You can't, like, what, call the customer service or you can't, but, like, you know, nothing will be resolved. So that immediate anger will be unleashed, unfortunately, as always, towards the customer service, towards the people selling you this food, towards the people that were hired to entertain. So this woman that was working as an elf, Emma Craven, 32, said that she was employed for the agency, but only days after the attraction opened, the agency withdrew all the workers. After, Miss Craven was hit in the face by the angry father, which is just, that, that person should have been charged, to be honest, as well. She told the BBC, when I got there, I was thinking, oh my god, is this it? And people were called frauds and money grabbers. Because again, who do you blame? You blame the people that you see. I hate when people on customer service just calls or like emails in general. This is one thing, just don't do it. Don't even say it. Like, just process it in your head, don't even say it. When people say, like, oh, I don't blame you, but it's the company that shit, then fucking go. There are places to review the company. Go on to Trustpilot. Go on to Glassdoor. I don't fucking care. Ruin them somewhere else. Go to the trading agency if you don't trust that the company is doing the business correctly. Don't even say to me, it's like, oh, I know you're doing your job correctly. Then fuck it. Or, like, when people rate you for, like, the customer satisfaction, they rate you as a company. Like, am I a company? Have I done my best? Like, who who are you rating here? Go fucking find a site to rate a company for. Don't take it out on customer service, man. (laughs) This is, yes, something I'm passionate about. I'm stuck in the fucking circle of it for a couple of years. Cool. Personal problems unleashed onto the public. All right. Just to put it into perspective, in total, Dorset Trading Standards received 5,000 complaints, like, those phones must have been ringing. People must have hated them. Like, yo, coming in for an easy shit is like a door set. Like, who is gonna complain? And then this fucking happens. You're like, oh, hate scabbers. This is the founder's reaction to this. Victor Mears said that he, he took a bit of a gamble in setting up the venture without investing any money. Yeah, you could say so. He believed the cash would come in as people bought tickets in advance or on the gate, but visitors were outraged because he thought... So this guy's process is like, okay, so they pay first, and then in the nick of time, I don't know, the night before, or something like once it already starts, I will figure everything out once I have the money. great businessman skills. Again, remember, they were 1667, which is A, creepy, but also I couldn't find anything with the background on them. And everything I think in my head after having a full month of scammers make me, makes me think they have done kind of this shady thing before, or they have just worked at like, you know, shady businesses to think that they're gonna get away with this. They were not like, you know, some businessman masterminds featured on like how we built this and shit clearly. So Henry instead insisted that the attraction was everything it promised and he said whatever you do you'll find the public complain about something. 
<laughs> you can't say this. Like, this is your public statement. It's like anything you want to say, sir, that will, you know, it's just like you can, you can solve it all. You just, you just literally tell people they're going to get refunds. Well, we're going to speak about that. Just tell him that. He's like, nah, they're just gonna... People... Lisa, it was legit. Like, look at the pictures of him. You always find something to complain about, man. Just bickering. On to the refunds, though. I think certain people managed to get them. But from what I got, if you paid more than £100 by credit card, you might have gotten your refund. Especially if, at that point, the Lapland New Forest account was frozen. But if you didn't, this article says you could probably be so silent night for it. Like, okay, I see what you did there. I appreciate it. No. <laughs> no, silent night. No. Driving home for Christmas. That's what you can whistle to it. Don't whistle. Don't ruin that song. <laughs> Whistling ruins everything. Also, it's so much pressure. Once I was babysitting this child, she was like, wow, let's play the humming guessing game, whatever it's called. It's like you hum a song and then like another person guesses. I'm like, you're seven. What music do you even listen to? I was a great nanny. <laughs> so great. And then like, obviously I sucked at it and then like the whole family laughed. And I was like, why am I here? Why do I bother? I'm a student. I should be getting laid. All right, enough about me other thing on refunds is that if the cards were prepaid and therefore no credit was involved, they were outside of the Consumer Credit Act. Do I understand it? No. Will I continue reading? Yes. So there's no Section 75 protection. Yeah, read it, read it like you mean it. Read it like you understand it. This might be what people were betting for as an easy way to make a quick profit. And this article put that moral of this story is not to be a sucker who considers a prepaid MasterCard. Like, okay, this is an attack on a company. Like, all right. Some MasterCard-branded prepaid cards include purchase protection. A hell of a lot don't. No matter how fancy their ads or how pretty looking their card designs, they should be avoided. Which is something I didn't know about, like, the protection thing. But yeah, then again, I don't have Mastermind. Like, I don't... Mastermind? <laughs> I don't have MasterCard. I don't know. It's just a posh thing. Listen, I have NetWest. It was the easiest account to open. Hey, tips and tricks. If you are a student here, like an immigrant from another country, NetWest required, like, the least amount of information. <laughs> I should really not be giving this advice. It's not in a scamming way. It's, it's a legit bank. <laughs> Right, it's a Scottish one, so you know, Scots are great. Scotland, I love you. So we don't have the background here, but we have the trial. You're like, wow, Maya, what happened? Like, did they get charged? You know, they spent like insane amount of time in prison. Are you listening to the intros? No, they didn't. Nobody fucking wins. This is this whole year in a nutshell in a freaking minisode. So the defense was that, hey, they did think it's a bit of a gamble. They thought, you know, there's going to be money and then they will have to organize the event. But then they netted one million. So that didn't really make sense because they were technically getting the money as it was coming in. So Victor also told that he had been bullied and harassed by staff and because of illness, he had handed over the running to the team park to his son and brother. So one of them is like, no, no, the other one is it's, it's his fault. Like, look at him. He looks a bit creepier. And Henry... Wait, which one looks creepier? <laughs> no, no. Victor is the one that it looks like, you know, he's 
the goals in life were only to become Santa and then he worked on body for it and then nothing else because his face doesn't give you Santa face vibes. <laughs> this one picture of him just walking, smoking a cigarette. But I don't understand. I don't think this guy knows even how to smoke a cigarette. So <laughs> that's great. Their defense is going to be great. Henry, though, said he did organize the advertising and coordinate the theme park website. But he said later he took on more of a managerial role. It's more like admin. I didn't really know what was going on. I was like BTS, you know, behind the scenes and shit. And he also said he was to be given only 10% of ticket sales. But then when his brother tried to send him the check of 100,000 pounds, the check bounced. He said his brother's idea was to do the ultimate Christmas grotto outside as opposed to the inside. Wow. This is like pretty people that think they don't have to do anything with their personality, but they just applied it to like a forest. <sighs> Great analogies, as always. Sick. Are you going to spend the whole video talking to yourself while looking into the empty space? This is it. I have lost it a bit this year. <laughs> Just not a good lie. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> the decline, the rapid decline, but yeah, hey. So, <laughs> also, he admitted that the photographs on the website were not even of Lapland New Forest. This is the fire festival in a nutshell, but just done the really ridiculously British way. The trial took place in February 2011. I can't bear it, but how close, like how recent this is. And during the sentences, Judge Mark Horton said the park looked like an averagely managed summer car boot sale. Okay, Judge, like, how about, uh, you know, <laughs> the fucking verdict? Both of the brothers denied eight charges of misleading advertising, but they were found guilty on all counts by the jury. However, 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 this case obviously has a twist. So they were to serve 13 months. However, their lawyers appealed, and they appealed because they found out that the juror was texting a fiancé while they were on duty during that trial. They found in her phone a text from her fiancé on the day when she was sitting in the jury listening to this case, and the text said guilty. So they were like, hey, she must have been chatting with her fiancé about this case, because otherwise, what is this guilty referring to? To which she had an explanation. And she said the guilty was an apology from him for eating a fried breakfast that morning. And he should have been on a diet. <laughs> I love this so much. I don't even know why. <laughs> but if this is an excuse, it's such a shitty texting. Like... What is this? Spicy. Why would you just text guilty, though, in that case? Like, is, is there, did they not take any other case, any other texts in, <laughs> like, to understand the context? Like, was the text above not about eggs? <laughs> was it just, he just texted guilty, like, out of nowhere? <laughs> because then, yeah, you don't stand a chance. So, <laughs> this is funny, but it's not funny because they didn't serve, like, shit fuck of time in the end. <laughs> also, what is this? So this case? This is getting to me. Rosano Scarbandella, representing Henry Mears, described the text messages as the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> ah, the puns are so hard. People have tried really hard. Listen, you, US, you might have, you might have fire, fire festival, you might have Billy McFarland, but UK has the puns. They're there. They're like, whoa, how do we make this interesting for the public? <laughs> 
cannot imagine this guy just coming there like and using this tip of the iceberg analogy on like everyday basis. <laughs> Put in the script. Imagine if people were just in the middle of like Titanic going down and they were like, whoa, well, that might have just be a tip of the iceberg. And you're like, literally, like, nobody cares. Can we try to save ourselves? Like, what the fuck? It's like appropriate. Good one. Good one. But I'd rather like save my fucking life. So both of them only served like half of their sentences and then they were released and yes nobody wins this is the moral of the story and this is truly the end i put the same thing i just literally copy pasted the thing from the billy mcfarland episode and that is that well primarily i think they were narcissists i can't say much because we really don't have any freaking background but basically you can see the thinking that they're important and the rules just don't apply to them so they were ready to take what they were pleased and find a way to justify it, given their importance, or maybe it was the desire. So you could see that when they were blaming literally anybody else and saying, like, oh, people will always complain about something, like, okay, it might be time for you to take charge and take, you know, some responsibility here. And that they don't care about consequences when they don't deliver. That's what's making me think it wasn't there first. A reindeer rodeo, you could say. No, it doesn't work as a concept. Wow, I, I keep trying, but I think everybody here used used all of them. Used all of the parts that were related to Christmas and just ruined it for all of us. So, guess what? <laughs> it's the last Friday. Is it last Friday of the month? Of the year? Of the year? <laughs> I know, drastic. What, what are you doing today? Are you avoiding your family? <laughs> I mean, clearly, if you're listening to this episode so far about the pointless Lapland scam, that really didn't have to happen, but it was so British it hurt. <laughs> uh, are you watching Harry Potter? Are you watching Home Alone? Like, all of the Christmas jams. Come on, it, it has to be done. I don't have an outro plan, and I really don't want to continue the money of talking to myself. <laughs> while looking at different parts of the room, when I'm clearly not because I'm not a clone. Cloning, when is it going to happen? Well, hopefully not in 2021, because they need to have their priorities sorted. But yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> and then I will see you in the new year, like, all refreshed. I will look better. I won't sound this nasal. Have a feast for me. It's 13th of December, but I see you on 25th. Living your best life. Being stuffed. Watching movies, whether you're family or like zooming them in. And living just your absolutely best life while also listening to an episode on a scam about true crime. This life chose you. And that is what you should continue doing in 2021. <laughs> Lost it. Lost it, Lisa. I'm gonna be a new person. New Year, you will never say it. I'm gonna get the fuck out of this now <laughs> and let you enjoy a Friday and a weekend and a boxing day, maybe shop something. Buy something good for yourself. Okay. And while you do that, keep making the world a better place. Not a mere not a realistic, but a better, better, just just better. One motive at a time. <laughs> Bye fuckers.